Welcome to Tabletops and Travelers, the D&D podcast that's 70% jokes, 30% serious, and we always make it 100% fun. In this episode, we sit down and have ourselves a session zero, where we go over homebrews, ask any questions, make any suggestions, and discuss general topics that could pertain to gameplay. I haven't been involved in many groups that did a well-laid-out session zero, and so we thought it might be beneficial for you to see the general idea of how one works and get to know us a little bit before our podcast airs its first episode of the campaign in a week. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please ask us on Twitter at TTNT Podcast. And otherwise, enjoy this sneak peek into our session zero. Hey everybody, this is Arthur Wright. I am the torturer of players, also known as the Dungeon Master. This is April Hill. I'm playing Kink, the blade-singing wizard goblin. Hi, I'm Taylor, and I'm playing Zephyr, the tiefling rogue. Hi everybody, my name is Rachel Bloom, and I am playing an Aladrin bard named Aspen. Hi everybody, my name is Larry Norris, and I play Lysmo Ginklecog, the gnome barbarian. Hi everybody! How's it going? Hello! Alright, let's talk things and stuff. Um, I want to—I figure before we get into characters, let's go over just some basic like rules and that kind of stuff so we can all talk about it and decide which ones we want to go with. So I posted a bunch of homebrew rules to you guys. Um, well, not a bunch, but like four. I guess that's a bunch. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, Decide if you guys are good with which ones or don't want to use which ones because you don't like don't like don't like the idea at all or like whatever. So um, let's look at the first one. So this is one I've done for I think since the beginning of fifth fifth edition. Um, generally, when I do critical hits, you do maximum damage on the dice and then roll the dice again. So if you're doing a die eight plus four damage, you would do eight plus a die eight plus four. And you maximize all dice. So smites and rogues and that sort of thing can get some crazy damage. But um, And monsters do it too. So don't be, it's not just a one-sided thing. Um, the reason I started doing that was because years ago when 50 first started, like a buddy of mine critted with like a longsword, rolled two ones, and did like four points of damage on a crit. And I was like, what kind of crit is that? Like, that's not a crit. That's not, you know. Yeah. So um, what do people think about that? Cool. I love it. I, I've I've played with this rule in my games. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Any objections to that? Okay. Good. Um, the second one I've played with a few times, and I really like it. So I thought I'd try it with you guys because I haven't done it before in one of one of my games. But um, if you roll a one on your turn for an attack roll, for a skill check, for anything, uh, your turn is over. That I would, that's a failure, and your turn is over. Um, that again, that goes for monsters too. So, um, what do you guys think about that? That's fine. I have no objections. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. And that's a final dice dice roll. Like someone pointed out, if you roll a one and you're a halfling and you do like the lucky thing, or if you use inspiration um, and you re-roll the one, it doesn't stop your turn unless you roll a second one. Then well. And you've kind of asked for it at that point if you're rolling two ones in a row. Yes. Um, this was a new one that I that I wanted to, wanted to try um, because the acrobatic skill is really useless. <laughs> no one ever uses acrobatics for anything. Um, so I kind of like the idea of when you're prone, 
you may make an acrobatics check to spring up to your feet. And based on how good you roll, it uses less of your movement. So if you roll a DC 10, you only use 10 feet of movement to spring to your feet. If you roll a DC 15, that's five feet. DC 20, you don't spend any movement. You spring up to your feet and you can move your full, use your so full movement. If you roll less than a 10, you still get up, but you use your half movement like you normally would for uh, like getting up normally. <laughs> so, yeah, that seems. So if I roll yeah, a monk, what you're saying is just don't worry about my acrobatic stat. Uh, stat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <clears throat> I, I find that people don't generally use acrobatics for almost anything, you know, because it's usually it's like, right, it's usually like balance or something like that. And it doesn't come up that often. It's fine. I think it's um, fun. And then based on what you guys choose for characters, I may completely contradict <laughs> what I'm saying right this minute. For But I'm not going to... I don't want to influence your, your your character choices, but you may hear me contradict this in like 15 <laughs> minutes. Um, what do people think of that one? Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that one. I mean, yeah, it's, it's in our favor, yeah. so... Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like most of these are yeah. really in your favor, because... But I at mean, the same time, what's maybe, good for us is good for the the creatures we're fighting right. as well you know True. right right and then the last one and i've done this one for years too is and this helps if anybody decides to be an archer um if you after battle if you want to recover your arrows and you do go recover arrows you basically roll a death save for your arrows and on a 10 or higher the arrow didn't break right so it's stuck in the body and you pulled it out or if you missed it didn't hit a wall or whatever and it didn't break and you get to take the arrows back um and that is modified by the plus on the arrow. So if it's like a plus two arrow, you need an eight or greater to recover your arrows and not have them be broken afterwards. Um, what do people? How, how do people feel feel, feel about that? Cool. That seems Sounds totally fair to me. me. Okay. All right. So that's it for homebrew rule rules. Oh, would you do that changes. for spears as well? Um, Sorry, spears or um, daggers, darts, like any kind of thrown weapon. Would you do that as well? Well. Um, well, uh, generally those don't consider broken right. when you do it. Like, like the rules specifically say when you fire oh, right, an arrow, right, right, it is right, right. broken. I was after. just curious. Right. So I, but like you see like in movies and stuff, right? Like how many times in a movie have you seen the afterwards them going around and pulling arrows out of the body and sticking them back in their quivers or something, you know? So I was kind of like, eh, what can we do to maybe, you know, make that? Because that, that's also one of the hardest things too, right? Someone plays like a, like an archer character and they just have like a bow and 67,000 mm-hmm. arrows in their backpack, right? Like, you know. Yeah, or you, you are playing an archer character and you're stuck in a desert for three weeks and you have no arrows at all because you've ran out. Right, exactly. Okay, so um, general things in, in, in the game. Um, I don't generally do like any sort of love stuff and like if you want to do that, it's just like okay, you and the NPC go off fade to black, right? We're not going to describe it, and that's 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 that sort of thing. Um, I generally don't do any sort of um, like I don't know how to put it, but uh, I don't generally do like any sort of like slavery stuff where like one particular race is enslaved. If someone is like captured and put to work, it's not because they're a drow. It's just because they were captured by the enemy and put put to work. But if that's a sensitive topic for somebody, um, we can I can take that kind of stuff out. So I wanted I want to check with people before 
any of that comes any of that kind of stuff comes up uh are we doing lines and veils right now yeah i are we doing lines and veils right now like are we like is or yeah that's yeah yeah that's sorry yeah i should have prefaced it with that yeah that's what i was trying to go over like yeah lines and you know where people are comfortable and uncomfortable and where we shouldn't go where you know that that kind of thing yeah i appreciate any time that something is not like based off of whatever race the creature or person may be because I've, I've never liked those rules that some races are just yeah. inherently evil or whatever so right right me either I, i'm not a big fan of those either yeah <laughs> And the new book is fantastic. The Radiant Citadel, it goes into even more detail on how to avoid that at your tables. And I love it. Yeah. I mean, for instance, in my homebrew world, uh, the drow aren't evil. The drow are underground elves that actually the world has a whole tunnel system underneath the world. And if you need to get around the world, the the drow elves are the ones that take you around. So they're not inherently evil. I do have a couple races that are kind of mostly bad guys, but not all the time. What about time, goblins? You know, but, but I don't believe that anyway. Like, I don't believe... Yeah, and I, I don't believe that if a player wants to play a drow, they have to be evil. Like, I always thought that that was silly. So, um, you know, heroes are always the exceptions to every single rule, you know. Um, I... So a lot of people are... Uh, maybe we should just go person to person and ask people what their hard lines are and stuff. Maybe that would be sure. easier. Okay, who wants to go first? I will. Um, really, okay. the only thing that I have issues with are I prefer to keep children out of the game, um, especially like absolutely no, uh, like no harm to children. That that's a big one for me. If there is going to be like a um, like, I, you know, like hints of stuff like oh they're obviously being neglected, that's fine. But uh, no sexual abuse towards children and no abuse towards children. I just uh, that's a that's a hard limit for me. So, uh, ever other than that, like I, yeah, I'm pretty open. So, I'm pretty much not up for sexual abuse. Anybody. Well, yes, yes, I, I figured that's a yeah, given. I don't really feel like that that needs yes. to be into a D and D game at all yeah. in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I know some people play that way, and it, and it's fine, but it's just never been one that I. Yeah, play. you're. Yeah, I'm not down for. It. Yeah, I think I think my hard lines would probably follow suit with that. Like children, uh, anything sexual abuse at all, uh, just not, not a fan of. Um, it it doesn't matter, uh, age, sex, race. On on that front, it's just a a hard pass for me. But other than that, um, it's a fantasy world, and it does it is meant to get a little gritty. Um, so a lot of stuff, uh, doesn't, doesn't bug me in that sense. Um, I'm, I'm good for, for most other things. I would, I would assume that that's the only thing I can think of that would be a, a hard, like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. Good. Next. Uh, you guys have basically covered mine. It's mostly sexual assault, um, and kids. And that's also too, guys. If we're playing, I mean, uh, you know, um, Discord's gonna be open at all times. So if something is getting a little hairy, just message me. Just say, "Hey, 
we need to bail out of this. I will bail us right out of it quickly and efficiently and just boop, we're out, go to something else, right? And April. I already said mine. Mm. I'm the only one left, sorry. but mine yeah, yeah, is the, the racism and the SA. So we've covered all that, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm good okay. with like physical descriptors and gore and all of that. Like that's it's not any of that's an issue. So good. Okay. No one has like a huge like like arachnophobia or something, right? Like oh, I have a problem no. with clowns, but that's about it. <laughs> Might be Excellent. A whole yeah. dungeon full of jesters is what, I, is, uh, what I hear. I'll be on the witch light. <laughs> I love that book. I'll Such be on the witch light. Book. Okay, good. Okay, so I think we got, I think we're pretty much all on the same page with that. I don't think that's what that was. I really didn't think that any of that was going to be an issue, but I figured we should probably go over it just to make sure. Um, and just something that I wanted to show you guys quickly before we get into character stuff, too. Just, just a quick thing. Um, so what we'll do too is I'll have you guys create your characters in Hero Forge, um, and my friends at Hero Forge are going to give all of you credit to print your character. Sweet. Out. Oh, so great! They are, That's awesome. They are going to give me codes for all of you so that you guys can create your character in Hero Forge, and then you can take the code and you can print your mini out and have it drove it to your Sweet. house. Sweet. Color awesome. or just cool awesome. Thank you. Color. Oh my god. Oh, oh yeah, so color excited. of course. Yeah, yeah, color. Are we good with language? Because I, I same, curse a lot. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Just making sure. Also, I have Fuck dogs. Yeah. Um, plural. So if they become like a noise thing, I'll get up and put them outside or something. Yeah. Same. I have I have I have dogs too. So if it ever gets to a point where dogs are going crazy, we could always just pause for a second, run dogs out, and get then come back in and re and restart. Sit. Okay, I'll, I'll run my children outside. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no. Now, children, I can't stand children. So, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> children are right out. I'll just lock mine um, in the basement. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's where kids go. So this was a general rundown of some basic things covered in a session zero. The rest of our session was us rolling and discussing our characters and backgrounds, which we all enhanced by using the tables and Xanathar's four backgrounds. Our session zero went fairly quickly in the ground rules and hardline discussion, but remember that we've been discussing various things for a few days prior in Discord. Don't be afraid to speak up for anything you want in your own group or speak out against things that you don't want. D&D is meant to be fun and everyone should be on the same page, so there's no surprises for when you move forward with your adventure. The character rolling we decided to keep secret in case there's any storyline accidentally revealed in our backgrounds. As always, have fun, be safe, and tune in next week to find out what happens on Tabletops and Travelers. <laughs>